0: These policies, in many instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like keeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sleeping with the Elfin podcast where we put the you... In color commentary, Mm. huh? We uh, need a new joke to intro the show. Oh, we have plenty. (laughs) Oh, okay, good. Quietly disagreeing since 2012. We might need to replace.
2: We might need to replace Spit
1: Shine before. (laughs) What?
2: I don't remember approving that one. (laughs) We we might need to to give the old uh, "put the U in color commentary," uh, you know, into the into the drawer. uh, it has been a year. I want to bring it back. Just, okay it's a solid one you know just pasture
1: tuck it in. pasture is fine what's wrong with pasture
2: well i mean have you ever heard the saying like sending it to the farm that sort of sounds like the same thing is, this what, a real? is
1: what is what is does canadian speak for sending it to the farm dead
2: well yeah i mean Take old, old no, yeller spoiler
1: alert <laughs> i cried I admit it. I cried at the dog. Anywho, it's June 18th, and welcome to episode 61. Uh, I am Mr. Paul Swickard, and with me is Mr. Ryan. I don't have a catchphrase, Murphy. I don't. Not me. I don't. You don't have a...
2: I I was just... I was agreeing with you. I don't have a catchphrase. (laughs) I would have said something clever right there when you introduced me if I did. Like, you know, like... uh, uh, Knuckleheads ryan <laughs> it's been a busy
1: week <laughs> has it has it really yeah. i don't think anything happened this week lots of world cup stuff i don't know how big are you a soccer fan um or football not it? really no
2: well no i'm not a big football fan i'm not a big uh, i don't
1: know it's just canada well, you're not a sports fan either Ah, I like hockey. Uh, well, I mean, sort of, you know, <laughs> curling and hockey and lacrosse. But those aren't real sports. Um,
2: no, um, World Cup is is it's always like is Canada in it? No, it's like oh well. Mm, I think the Canadians
1: I think Canadian... they've been in. I think they've qualified for it a couple times, but nothing in not in recent, recent years. memory.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Like uh, probably should have looked this up. Uh, Canada in World Cup, but uh, I know the, the Americans are in it. And, they and are. they're, you know, hoping to do so, well so your country cares. I don't know if you form. know
1: this about California. Let me tell mm-hmm. you a little something about California. We are a very transient place. A lot of people come from a lot of different countries to work here. Like, it's just kind of the way it is. Like, you know, they go to school here. They work here. It's and especially in the tech world, right? Mm-hmm. So this World Cup is real interesting because people in my office actually care. And, you know, the United States typically has not been one for, hey, let's focus on the World Cup and get really super psyched about it. That just doesn't happen. But at work, people get really into it. And it's quite frightening. Like, we have a pool and everything. Like, we have basically, Yeah. So, and and part of that comes from the fact that, you know, I work with a guy that's from Costa Rica. I work with a guy that's from, you know, Spain. Oh, neat. like so, all these people have you know stakes in the game, and like uh, the pool we have is it's pretty cool. Basically, you have to you have to uh, you have to pick the score, and based on how close you are, you get a certain number of points. And yeah, so far you know so I'm not to toot my own horn, but I'm doing pretty darn good. Hmm. And yeah, it's uh, U.S. dude, U.S. is never a good team. We're always. <laughs> we're always, we're we're always like looked upon as the sort of dark horse, and rightfully so in this whole scenario, and people always underestimate us. And I don't know, like it, like the win that we had against Ghana was scrappy as all hell. Like right. it was just, oh yeah, dude, it was real rough. So, like we scored in the, like the first thirty seconds of the game.
2: Oh wow! Like and
1: that's not that's not a joke either. That that happened. And it got it. And we it looked like we just kind of played defense for the rest of the game until the very very end of the game where we scored again. Like that was and there's your game. That's pretty much it. Interesting. Um.
2: So, so did you think the states have a chance to go? You know, go the
1: whole way, go a little bit farther? No. I mean, like it just they need to play better that's all there is to it they it, like and you know the whole soccer conversation i feel like has been done to death like you know why isn't it it's popular in america why this why that i you know what I, there are all kinds of good reasons as to why that wouldn't be mm-hmm. i think a lot of them is socioeconomic
2: okay just
1: because the like soccer is so easily picked up like you don't need think about it you don't need any any real equipment to play well, you need a ball. That's about it. That's it. And even then, and even then, like you, I mean, people kick, people kick rocks around. Like that's what they do. Mm-hmm. So, but you can't do that with ice hockey. You no. can't do that. You can't even do that with basketball. Like, so do you think that's what it is? It's just just too hard to make money off it because all you're selling is fancy shoes and a soccer ball? <laughs> no, I think that's I. No, that's not. See, that's a that that it, while true that's a a capitalistic kind of mentality like we can't really sell this but no i think it the reason it catches on is because it's a lot easy for everyone to play regardless of your how poor you are or how how rich you are Mm -hmm. so you know poor countries like ghana for example can actually compete
2: interesting interesting so um yeah so when did the states play again
1: We play again on, uh, our next game is on Sunday, Mm -hmm. and it's at 3 p.m. Pacific time, Mm -hmm. and it will be very close. We're playing Portugal, and Portugal has a good team, like not even even an average team. They have a good team. So yeah, we need to do better, because we will not be able to get away with the crap that we got away with in the Ghana (laughs) tournament. And then after that, we have to play Germany, and Germany is, in my mind, a top four contender this year but yeah like just yeah, it gets crazy man like people get super into it and that's always the thing like four uh, not four years ago but in the uh, four years ago it was south uh, it, was, it, it was in south africa
2: mm-hmm.
1: four year, I believe it was four years prior to that it was in south korea and holy crap Sa- the south korea one scared the helly hell out of me mm. it really did and not and not in a bad way it just like everybody, like when South, when the hosting team plays, you just see this sea of people supporting their home turf, right? And South Korea, there was not, I, I swear to God, there was not a, they were all red jerseys. Not a soul in there was wearing a different color. Like it was just this sea of red people <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all weird. cheering for their South Korea team.
2: So, uh, okay, well, that's interesting. So um, a couple of interesting facts I'm learning from this Uh good old internet thing. Uh, Canada has not played in the World Cup since 1986, and that was their only time they actually made it to the World Cup. They lost all three games. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think, you know, soccer is definitely a popular sport in Canada. Um, See?
1: Okay, now that starts an interesting conversation. Okay. I feel like it's one of the few things that you and I can commiserate on. Mm-hmm. Our countries are just kind of eh on this whole soccer thing. Well, I mean, like, they don't get into it. Like, and it seems like everywhere else in the world, that's absolutely not the case. That is their sport.
2: Well, it's funny because I'm actually going to see a soccer game uh, next month uh, where. Uh, the Toronto Football Club is going to be playing somebody. I don't know who they're playing, but it's it's probably as high up as soccer gets, you know, on the provincial level. It might even be nation level. I think I don't know, but you know, soccer is something that's played, and I'm sure soccer is something that people dream of of going forward. There might even be some Canadians like that go over to the states to play on I'm scholarships.
1: Sure. Yeah, uh, you know what, dude, I'm positive that if any Canadian who just really was really that good Mm -hmm. they have plenty of opportunities most players go to the european premier leagues to play yeah like during the rest of their you know careers like when the world cup isn't happening which is only once every four years so at best you're looking at maybe four world cups maybe
2: now another speaking of other world cups another interesting fact is that it was actually held in the united states i didn't know this It was held in the
1: United States in 94. Yeah. Yeah. So a little quick story there. Oh, okay. Um, I was here Uh in California, in Los Angeles, where the World Cup was being played. And I was a camp counselor during that time. So during the summer camp counselors, what we'd do is we'd go to random amusement parks for kind of our big trip of the week, right? And one of those times, we had to go to Universal Studios. It was that exact same time when more or less the 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 majority of the world cup had already been played the only thing left was the final so that meant that everyone who traveled to the u.s to watch was now free and actually like doing the touristy thing in los angeles oh my god Mm -hmm. like i then i didn't think that a place could get that crowded like you know you go to these amusement parks or whatever and it's crowded you know you have to wait in line whatever i'm not joking dude wall-to-wall people the entire time like seriously like you had to be on your freaking game especially if you're a camp counselor like you had to be like on it because it was easy to get lost serious like it was real it was real crazy and the best part so have you ever been to Universal Studios or anything like that? No, never. Okay, so one of the things that you do is you go on the tu- the the tram tour, mm-hmm. and a lot of different things happen. You know, it's that whole thing. I don't know if you've ever seen the commercials, but it's the Don- it- Donkey Kong. It's the King Kong thing, right? Where they jump, where he jumps on the on the tram, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The everyone on the tram started chanting for their team. Oh no! And oh my god! <laughs> What was funny is I knew, like I was shit. Well, how old was I? Like fifteen, sixteen. I knew that who they were chanting for because I knew the names of the players. Nobody else knew, and they were and the kids were actually quite frightened. <laughs> like, is and this I the was. Why we to... die scout leader? Yeah, right. like <laughs> my camp name was Shaggy. He's like Sh- Shaggy? Shaggy, Shaggy, yeah. <laughs> And, all
2: your kids are just dogs for some they, reason that can speak. Fre-
1: they were, they were freaking out. They were like, oh, and I just had to like, and I just smiled. I was like, uh, "You guys, you guys have no idea." So I'm learning
2: something here because I'm looking at this Wikipedia article for the 1994 uh, FIFA World Cup in uh, literally the United States. So, the World Cup, do they have arenas all over the country that they play in?
1: Oh, dude. Okay this gets into dark territory. Okay. So, it is run by an organization called FIFA. Uh-huh. I'm familiar with the It thief. is an yeah, <laughs> it's an international organization and basically every 4 years countries will put in bids to host. Like the Olympics, right? Right, the, like the Olympics. And I mean there have been so many like especially recently, so many corruption charges, so many yeah. so many just accusations of guys taking bribes. So that their country will get you know the bill they will they'll actually come to the country because it usually means that it's a big boost in commerce, obviously
2: mm-hmm.
1: but that's not always true depending on who you ask um but yeah the basically countries will 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 all say we want to host it, and then the organization that is FIFA will decide hey where th- this place is good because of x, y, and z we'll go here. Interesting. So, get this. Not next year. I I forget what the next World Cup is. Like the uh t- 2018 World Cup, I think. It's in Russia, if I want if I remember correctly. It but is, the yeah. but the one after that is in Qatar. Do you know where Qatar is? <laughs> um no. That's, it's in it, it's, it's in, in the Middle, Middle East. East. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That okay, that wasn't racist. Really assist- in the summer? Oh. On the, on land, those temperatures can get up to 120 degrees.
2: <laughs> like, so what okay. are you
1: saying? Just the fact that it's going to be too hot is probably – I'm saying – and, and, you know, There well, might be okay. some illegal activity here. And well, on top of all of that, you have to think – Like they did this in Brazil. They have to – If they don't already have the accommodations for the level of players that are there, they have to build them. So – In a lot of cases, they have to build stadiums to support the games, Mm -hmm. and they're going to have to do that in Qatar as well. But I keep, like, there are an outrageous number of stories about how they will just use essentially indentured servants to build these buildings, and people are dying by, I forget what the death count is, but it's like the hundreds, if not thousands Mm. right now. Ouch. Which is ridiculous. Like... It is generally assumed, and this is going to sound horrible. Okay, during I'm each ready. one of these World Cups, you're going to have anywhere between like ten and fifteen people die during the process. Wait a minute, like yeah. players and stuff? No, no, no. Like oh, like right during team? the con- like during construction. Oh, construction, right? Okay. So and which I kind of get, you know, like hey, shit happens when people. you're swinging a hammer, man. Trust me, right. I know exactly right, but. In Qatar, (laughs) I I, like we're talking about here. I'm I'm looking it up. So right now we are up to four thousand people dead. What? No, (laughs) building the the thing for Qatar because out of exhaustion. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing, Middle East? It's real rugged, dude. It's real rugged, and it's not like it's so just. It's fucked. Basically, <laughs> that's the long and the short of it is it's fucked but, and-, and a lot of times they'll pay for a, a lot of these people are not native. they are people who are who immigrate to help because they need the work, then they'll hear stories about how you know they'll they'll hear, they'll hear some kind of pitch saying, "Oh yeah, you're paid this that, and the other. it's real conditions are good, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. They get there and they immediately take your passport from you. And you, not only that, you need an exit passport in order to leave the country. So you're not going anywhere unless they, you're, it's given to you by the government. Wow! Look at these votes. Okay, most so of if, these most of these are heart failure, you know, or just straight up accidents.
2: Yeah, man. So the World Cup. It's not, I I mean, I'm not kidding. It's a very <laughs> it European a sport, place. right? So it makes well, sense that a lot of these countries bidding on it will, will be in in that part of the world. So, if you look at the bidding, like the majority of votes, like, man, they didn't even make it look like Qatar didn't have it, like, was a balance. Like, 11 votes in round one?
1: Who thought Qatar was a good idea? That's the question that everybody asked.
2: United States, uh, Australia got one vote. Like, what?
1: I'm with you, dude. And so is the rest of the world. But it's a private Organization, they can do whatever the hell they want. Now, in that being said, like compared
2: to the Olympics, it's it's a completely different type of organization than you're saying.
1: Oh, absolutely. Okay, it's different people. Like, well, no, that's I know it's different people, bit. but so uh, back it, to Well, me... I mean, you you've got to think like the Olympics has integrity to uphold, right? Like it has built up a good reputation over the years. Yeah. FIFA has done exactly the opposite. What's what the saddest part about it is, in spite of it all, I know that all of these things, they're all facts like none of this is none of this is really in dispute. Mm-hmm. Everybody's still so excited.
2: Well, yeah, it's, it's <laughs>
1: soccer. I mean, yeah. soccer is
2: a, a sport like probably one of the most passionate sports I see out there of, uh, of the fans. So, um, yeah, brother. But, but that brings me back to my original question in the sense that, like, when they held it in the United States, I'm looking uh-huh. at this map of where all the stadiums were. I mean, Pasadena, why are they all the, over the place? You got Stanford, Pasadena, Dallas, Orlando, all the way up to Foxborough.
1: Oh, because you got to, th- like, I, the short answer is I don't know. Okay. But you have to think of, like, what stadium is big enough to support the people that are going to come in. That's really all there is to it.
2: So do you think the states were just like we're going to we're going to do this our way in the sense of you're going to have to like take an airplane across
1: the country I for guess. your next I I don't know. I don't know how they ended up ultimately how they decided to do that. But man, I I I've kind of made a vow to my wife and to my to my son that I that we have to go to this at least once. And I'm hoping to like, the World like Cup. I'm not going like there's no way in hell I'm going to Qatar. And Russia I'd be I'm a little iffy on, but well, you know, here's hoping for, well, you know, <laughs> here's the, hoping uh, for 2026.
2: The United States are still interested. They're bidding oh, sure. for another world cup. I
1: mean, uh, I they, would love that. I would love that. They didn't bid pretty much any Western European country. I'd be totally fine with. Um, yeah, it just depends. I just, I can't believe that they gave it. Russia is just knocking it out of the park with these worldwide
2: events. Like they got the mm-hmm. Olympics and then in four years they're going to have,
1: it's great. World good Cup. for them. Yeah, I mean, like they could use them. the publicity right about now. Sure, Ukraine. And one other thing, and I just want to give you some perspective on this, Ryan Murphy. Sure, World Cup, 1994. Right, mm-hmm. it was played in the United States. Uh, Colombia qualifies. We play Colombia. I believe it was our first or second game. Mm-hmm. And about maybe ten minutes in, Colombia accidentally dis- uh, scores on their own goal.
2: Oh, Colombia.
1: Yeah. And they historically have had an amazing team. Like just, you know, I should really say since you know, around the mid-80s till now, they've had a they've had an excellent team. Like they're all very good players. Um that guy, his name was uh it's Andres Escobar. I don't like where this is going. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: So, you in the mid-90s uh, drug, tra- you know, not that drug trafficking has died down at all, but the sort of drug king mentality was really going in full swing. Like you had all these stories about how drug kingpins would essentially buy and support their uh, professional teams, mm-hmm. and like soccer games turned into drug, like two factions warring over each other interesting because man. each side because each side owned the other team and oh. so that guy <laughs> I, I really sucks uh, but he ended up dead Aww. and like shot many times and it was in his car or something like that I don't know if they ever found a connection between that and like the actual you know the drug industry but that's the general assumption. If you want to know more about that uh it's there's a documentary on Netflix called The Two Escobars. One is Pablo Escobar, the drug kingpin and the other one is Andres Escobar, the soccer player. Interesting. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's that real what a crazy sport. Rugged. Oh dude, yeah. It's so just it's so okay. I did not intend to talk this much about soccer. But it's been
2: on my mind. I'm Uh, interested. And you know what? This is the the beauty of the show. Like, neither of our countries care about soccer, yet the entire (laughs) show has been about soccer. (laughs) Hey, you know what? It would have been interesting. um, Like, we had James on on past episodes, and he's from a soccer country. The UK. You know, the UK. And uh, I wonder, are the UK in the World Cup? I assume they are.
1: England has historically done... Okay, Okay. the thing with England is they always choke. (laughs) Like they just have that reputation, and it sucks because, like you know, and they are always so cynical about it. Like they're all like, "Yeah, whatever," they suck, and then they just have this glimmer of hope. Like just this (laughs) glimmer of like. So they're like Toronto guys are amazing, and then their hopes are dashed every single time
2: <laughs> yeah so you're, what you're saying is that every every uk fan in the world cup is essentially uh at the at the heart of it a toronto maple Leafs fan so like that's sure. essentially what toronto maple sure. Leafs fans do every year it's like ah oh, you know we won't do any good those and then, guys yeah they suck and then oh we might make the playoffs oh my god we're gonna make the playoffs yeah and then they choke. <laughs> and then they don't even make the playoffs hockey uh, turn it all around
1: you know, I, I I hear a lot about the just the general hooliganism mentality mm-hmm. that people are afraid of with the whole soccer thing. And don't get me wrong, rightfully so. Like, refs have died, I'm not exaggerating, because people felt that they called the game incorrectly. Like, that happens. Like, wow. you need military there in order to keep the peace. Again, this happens. They, I, especially in places like Colombia. So... But you also have to think, like to borrow again from our Ghana example, Mm -hmm. these countries don't have a lot. But they do qualify for the World Cup. So if I were in that country and I had very little, especially in the way of kind of a nationalized identity, I can totally see why someone would get super into the World Cup. And I can see – I'm not defending it. I'm just saying – I can see why someone when the stakes are that high, I can see why people would get really upset if they felt wronged in some way
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's I mean that's just kind of like like in the, the like again to go back to Colombia th- I don't know how it is now, but at least in the mid nineties there was really only drugs and soccer in Colombia
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so you got to think. Okay, so you're either in the drug trade or you're into soccer. You know, like what are your choices? <laughs> what if I'm into both, right. soccer and drugs? They were. That's the problem. Oh, my drug see. kingpins were very big soccer fans. Like huge. They would. I, okay, I'm borrowing a little bit from this documentary. They. <laughs> you got my drugs and your they, soccer. You they got would your soccer and my drugs. They would pay uh-huh. to have the uh, professional players. They would have these big guys make stupid bets. They say, "You know what? My team would kick your team's ass." That mm-hmm. kind of a thing. They'd handpick their team, like from whoever. A g- other guy would pick their team, and they'd fly them into their ranches to play. Like it, it just it. That's what happens when you have a lot of money. Uh-huh. I guess. Wow, what a weird, weird it's, sport. Super. It's super odd. Anyway, two escabards. Yeah. Go look it up if you're interested. I, I will. Yeah, it sounds cool. Uh, let's, let's move. Anything else World Cup related? No, I haven't watched a single minute. Um,
2: I'm glad that uh, when I was walking, actually, I was walking downtown, and I didn't actually tell that uh, a World Cup was playing. Uh, game was playing on the patio because I didn't hear...
1: <laughs> I believe you're thinking of the South African horn.
2: Well, I remember like I, I forget what it's called. The vuvuzela. I looked it up. Oh, yeah. Um I was actually uh curious because uh, the last time I really paid attention to the World Cup would have been 4 years ago when the vuvuzela was king. Um and before that would have been 8 years ago and I mean I don't remember what I had for breakfast. So I mean 8 years ago <laughs> it would be a, a freaking miracle. Um so when I was like, "Oh, the World Cup's back. I wonder when we're going to hear like uh you know, a, a million horns honking at once." And it's like, hmm no weird this is actually i can hear the ref and the game and all that fun stuff so how odd
1: yeah weird (laughs) the the espn footage is so funny because they'll always just cut to pretty much any attractive woman in the stadium like that's what they do
2: the news articles have been pouring in i I can't remember uh must, must have been posted to facebook and might have even posted to Tadpool. but it was like uh uh, a woman, or I know, I've probably read it to be honest, but there was a woman uh, who had body paint on and she had um, she was well and down and rather than wearing a bra she had the painting of her flag strapped across her chest and about right. well, on her chest rather. There was no clothes involved. And it was just, uh, it was a news report and this reporter is just like interviewing this you know, bare-breasted woman on TV and <laughs> <laughs> while all these people watch and I'm like Man, Brazil sounds kind of weird. Um, they are. That's <laughs> true, and that doesn't surprise me. That on American television, it's like, "All right, we know we it was a miracle getting you guys here. Let's show them some ladies." And that's kind of sexist.
1: I, I, but it doesn't surprise me that ESPN would do. The that. The good news is you're not being the sexist one. For once, come on, Ryan. I'm not sexist. That's yeah, not true. Ryan. That's like the first. You're you're the unhappy beaver. What am I supposed to interpret? I think we dropped those for a reason. <laughs> I though, see, you know what's funny is I see it on your little icon there. What icon? Yeah, see? Like you have an overlay right now. Oh, is there an unhappy beaver doing this? There one? is an unhappy beaver. The other way. There you go. <laughs> uh, anyway. It's hard to So, read. Ryan. What? I am ashamed to say, and we'll just talk about this real briefly. We
2: already talked about you were watching World Cup. You're ashamed that you're watching
1: World Cup. We got it. I got a Wii U. There's
2: nothing to be ashamed about.
1: I it happens call, to the best of us. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself a proud owner of one. Well, you haven't got it yet, so you can't be a proud. But owner. But it's in my home. Oh, so. <laughs> you haven't said. You kind of it's, it
2: keeps looking at me weird. Like I should set <laughs> it up, but I'm still waiting for that Zelda game. So. I don't know what to do, Ryan. It won't stop staring at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, dude. If Congrats. you told me, uh, if you had told me that I got a fucking Xbox One mm-hmm. and a Wii U before a PS4, I would have said you were smoking the weed. I would have said that you were enjoying the shrooms a little too much. That's what I would have told you. Yeah, you jumped. You, you should have. started I did. The I, I like the current catalog plus the future catalog looks mighty promising, and mm-hmm. I like there was nothing. I, and I'm not. I actually think the PS4 is probably going to be the better system mm-hmm. out of all of them. But with well, all that said, is I got the Xbox One because I wanted to play Dead Rising, and I got the Wii U because I wanted to play Mario Kart and Pikmin and a bunch of other things. So I want to play Smash Brothers. I want to play Zelda. Mm-hmm. Like those things, I can't do anywhere else. And with the, with Sony, I'm not gonna get anything i want till 2015 yeah so i'm just like why why like I'll, i'm okay waiting and this i mean this cycle is gonna be 10 fucking years anyway so who cares it's
2: you know what the first to blink will be nintendo uh, uh a lot less uh you know cringe worthy of a blink but uh now that the wii u is in hd but i mean the thing that people forget is that uh all these Uh, console uh, console companies have an amazing suite of uh, first-party and second-party developers Um, especially Nintendo I mean their internal teams are amazing I mean it's Mm -hmm. very rare that they'll put something out that is utter shit Uh, yeah they're pretty polished you look at Microsoft and I don't know what their first-party teams are doing and I don't think they have many second-party teams they just sort of like buy them as soon as they make a hit and then nothing comes out like look at rare i mean rare made that perfect dark game and then they were like banished the connect um but like mm. microsoft really hasn't had a lot of first party titles and you look at nintendo and i mean they have developers in north america and in europe that haven't released a game yet on the wii u so you can only imagine that they got something cooking and if you were impressed by e3 this year for nintendo 2015. I know we say this every year, but like, man, next year's E3 is going to be rad.
1: I feel like we do. Say, you're right. I feel it, like
2: you say it every say, year, but yeah. E3 2015 will be the year in Nintendo. I mean, I
1: think if we'll this see. year came
2: close, I think E3 2015 I will think be
1: big. I well, I don't like bold stating. I don't like quantifying it in those ways. Like that's just well. I mean, I, I, I don't like the reason I don't like doing it is because it promotes a mentality that is just like is just it, it doesn't serve anybody mm-hmm. but uh, but Nintendo I will say had a much better showing at E3 this year than I th- than I think anyone expected. Yeah. So like uh, yeah and they're finally they're finally wising up to what matters in a community. Like they had a live Smash Brothers tournament. That's mm-hmm. that shit is important and they li- and they live streamed it. There was a time where they wouldn't live stream anything because they thought it was boring. Oh, <laughs> there was an actual article
2: where they said, "No, we don't want to do uh, Twitch integration for our systems. We think Let's Play videos are boring." I, I, I the number the numbers do, the
1: data does not agree with you. No, I know. I, I just. But uh, do you watch Let's Play videos? Depends on who. But yes, I watch Dogs Cast regularly. My yeah. wife watches the Yogg's cast regularly. That is a whole dude. You want to get me started on a weird fucking thing. It's the my, British. Fa- my in, okay. I am a gamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, you understand what I'm talking about. I show Aaron a lot of shit. Just a lot of really random trailers and le- just all kinds of stuff. Okay. And how the Yogg's cast caught on, I have no idea. Like, how, why them? British people, man. I'm I telling guess. You. They I, I have mean, a cool I accent. Them. I love them. I think they're hilarious. But, uh, yeah. like, just, there's plenty of others.
2: I mean, Nintendo's never been one to um, uh, go with the crowd. And uh, definitely, like, Twitch integration's the next big thing. And I think the fact that they... they they, they can go against the grain and i think that's great that's what i love about nintendo but don't insult the people who are catering to the fans at this point like saying let's play videos are boring is just a
1: whatever is not whatever, a cool man. way like, to do it i think they're i think they're realizing slowly but how they, things are going to work like for example I like i got I, I just got my wii u mm-hmm. ryan i'm going to add to you as a friend i still Yay. have no idea how to do that <laughs> It's a lot easier than
2: it was before.
1: Okay, good. Um, before you had to have, it was like a, I'll add
2: you, you add me, but then, so you s- essentially couldn't send Wasn't friend that requests. Per game? No, it's it, this one's system level. And then you could also yeah. go into the Miiverse and send friend requests. So they um, finally so. just went like, well, if we're doing that, we might as well just do friend requests in the friend system. So now it works as it would on Xbox Live. You can send a friend request. So um, they, yeah, they're slowly but surely wising up and um man i just hope smash online works this time because if it doesn't i cannot wait another six years to try to get so what what,
1: like did it not like just real quick Mm -hmm. yeah the the gaming world cup podcast it did (laughs) it did have online play Mm -hmm. previously is that correct
2: Uh, Brawl did have online play, but it was impossible to play against opponents online. Like, it just lagged. So the netcode
1: was just unbearable.
2: Exactly. Which is why they partnered with Namco Bandai to make, um, or is it Bandai Namco? I don't know. To make this version for the Wii U. They specifically stated, we are partnering with a company that knows online fighting games. All
1: right, Yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, cool. Dude, if that, if that happens, like, prepare your butts, because I am... I, I can if I get if it's good enough I can be I can be fierce in oh. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers.
2: Okay, challenge accepted. We're gonna have to have our own little World Cup. All right, we
1: needs right. other people from other countries to join. <laughs> I'm sure that can happen. All right, let's do it. Uh, Ryan, we have very little time left. Let's pick a story. What's, what's you know the most what? Interesting? Let's talk about the gays and alcoholics because awesome. that seems to be the most thing. I want to pe- remind everyone. Oh wait. But first, you know, what is the use of news clips, like news things, news bumpers, if you don't use them?
2: Yeah, you spent all that time.
1: Let's hear them. I did. I spent all that time. And my computer's taking its sweet time about thinking about bumpers, which is why I'm stalling. I know. Um, You'd think it's freaking fast enough. What the hell? All right. Let's, uh, you know what, let's play this one. Rick Perry, ladies and gentlemen. You remember him. Presidential hopeful. Oh, okay. I was going to ask, was
2: he up for presidency?
1: He is the governor, I believe, of Texas. Hmm. I think that uh, I may be wrong about that. No. Well, he's, 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 he is the... Yes. No, that's correct. Texas governor. All right, cool. Before we get into what he said currently, I want to get into just real quick what he said before. <laughs> I want to remind people that he said this. So just just take a listen, all right?
0: It's three agencies of government when I get there that are gone. Commerce, education, and the uh, uh, what's the third one there? Let's see. Com- we need five. Oh, five. No, okay, so high. commerce, education, and uh, the um, uh, uh, EPA. EPA. There you go. No, again. Let, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk <depository>. Seriously, <laughs> is EPA no. the one you were talking about? Or? No, sir. No, sir. We were talking about the um, agencies of government. EPA needs to be rebuilt. But There's you no doubt about but that. But you can't name the third one. The third agency of government, yeah. I would, I would do away with the education, uh, the uh, <laughs> I, 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 commerce. This guy's a governor. Yeah, I can't still the third one. I can't. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. That's the best
2: part. As if Texas needed Oops. something else to defend themselves against. Uh,
1: no. Okay, that was a uh, that was a uh, Republican debate. And I love that he was corrected by Ron Paul, who is like the oldest, cro- like, crack of a man. man. <laughs> he's like, there are five branches. There are five. I still couldn't uh, name all five. No, well, he's not. He got. He's kind of supposed to he know. He got though. real confused. He confused himself because there's whatever. He's, there are three branches of government, and there. He's talking about five government agencies, not branches of government. Oh, I see. Yeah, but anyway. uh, So that was then. This is now. Um, We'll (laughs) we'll get into it real quick. At least it should be now. (laughs) Yay, Internet. It should...
0: Come on. Oh my gosh, really? Whether or not you feel compelled to follow a particular lifestyle or not, you have the ability to decide not to do that and, and I, I made the point of, of talking about alcoholism um, I may have the, uh, I may have the, the genetic coding that I'm inclined to be an alcoholic but I have the desire not to do that and I look at the homosexual issue as the same way
1: okay so that's what he said. <laughs> Hmm. And it was some question where he did some it was it, like it was an interview style thing at the Commonwealth Club I don't even know what the hell that is but anyway and this by the way just for reference this is in San Francisco I don't know if you know a lot about San Francisco, but there are a lot of gay people in san francisco
2: they're supporters of of yeah they're definitely supportive of of that uh that Um, What's the word I want to say? Culture? Not culture, but... I I completely disagree with what he's saying. I'm trying not to make it sound like I'm a bad person, but... Yeah, that would be a bad thing to say in San Francisco.
1: Yes. You know, maybe it is true that a gay person would not like to be compared to an alcoholic. (laughs) Yeah. In that... In that it is something to be treated slash cured. Um... What's funny about that statement is I think I know what he was again. I think I know what he was trying to say. I think there was a better way. Like I think I know what he was going for. That could have sounded a hell of a lot less worse, less bad mm-hmm. than what how that came out. It just like seems it doesn't like so, because I mean if he's comparing it like that, then he is more or less conceding that it's a a well. And see I don't even know that most people it's something you're born with, right? It's something that you can't necessarily choose. Nobody chooses to be an alcoholic. well, some people I would imagine choose to be alcoholics, but some of them are it's a chemical dependency right mm-hmm. like it's something that is people are predisposed to, like everything else, like we know that that's true of alcoholics. We know that's true of a lot of things
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I think there was a better way of saying that. <laughs> But he didn't but what's really awesome about it is he kinda doubled down <laughs> on what he had said. Like he yeah. was asked to clarify that statement on uh, CNBC and it got worse.
2: <laughs> yeah. See I, I still don't understand how somebody can try to it wants to rule uh rule I shouldn't say that. Rule. No, rule he, he wants, iron fist. wants to govern a country that I'm sure, you know, every gay person or homosexual person in the united states of america sees a person like this on the ballot they are gonna vote for the other dude you know yeah no that's true that's it's like you're
1: i well that's the thing and they're dancing around his presidential candidacy candidacy obviously Mm -hmm. but yeah it like it just they're still talking about it they're still talking about, like, who's going to be the presidential hopeful. And that's why we're t- – honestly, that's why this is news, right? Yeah. Is because if this weren't – if this, like, if this were some other random governor, it would have gotten a headline, I'm sure. Yeah. But nobody would have talked about it.
2: Not, maybe not
1: Washington Post headline, but uh, – No.
2: Yeah. Like, I uh, – yeah. So he's probably a hopeful for the Republican Party and then the Democrats, you have uh, maybe. Hillary and then –
1: some other dude, or I don't know. Like, he just... Know, well, here. I'll, I'll, I'll play you this... I'll play you a snippet of the CNBC thing.
0: Texas... Mm-hmm. Here. Here. here you go. I was thinking for, for us, uh, conservative, if I could change um, big government, high tax... restricted substantially by president that's basically putting no, EPA regulations into place that are strangling... <laughs> This country. If you were to run again, um uh, you you would not it, there are uh upstanding gay couples, good citizens that, that are good parents that I mean you would you would agree with that then and, and these are people that are gonna they're gonna be with us forever. It just seems like the Republican Party is gonna be forever behind the curve on issues like this. And it, it doesn't Listen, help I the party win elections. I election. don't necess- I don't necessarily condone that lifestyle. I don't condemn it either. We're all uh children of God. And uh, the fact is that people will decide where they want to live, if Washington will respect the Tenth Amendment, and I think that will make America substantially happy, happier, uh, if they will respect that and allow people to decide how they want to live and under what rules and regulations.
2: Rick Perry, ladies and gentlemen, does he just tell them to move out of the country if they don't like the way the Republicans want to rule? Is that what I was gathering from that?
1: Um. He certainly sounds What's that way. the Tenth way. Amendment? It, the Tenth Amendment.
2: Yeah, what did that one? Is that do? what he
1: mentioned? Is that what he referenced? Yeah, he said Tenth Amendment. I don't amendment. remember that. At all. Tenth Amendment. I don't know what the Tenth. Is that amendment like
2: you is. shall always clean up after your uh, your recycling bins or something? I don't know. Like once you get down, to, I know the first and second is really important, but I think once you get down to tens, just like it's not that
1: important. Oh, you know what? He's that's a okay. I know what he's talking about. The mm-hmm. Tenth Amendment. Uh, this is me Wikipediaing. The mm-hmm. Tenth Amendment states that the Constitution, the Constitution's principle principle of federalism, by providing that powers not granted by the federal government, and by the Constitution, nor prohibited to the states, are reserved for this to the states or the states' people. So basically, what he's saying is, if there's no mandate for constitutional a constitutional law then states have the right to do what they do what they like with it oh i
2: see what he's saying
1: which is not necessarily true because a lot of states have like in a lot of states have said that that banning gay marriage is in fact not constitutional but that's a state decision
2: so is there a chance that it could become a federal thing and then they? The oh there's always a chance
1: Okay. There's always a chance. I think if enough – it's gotten so – It's that mentality has changed so much. I've got to think that it's oh, it's only a matter of time. It, it really is. Well, like, it's a
2: debate that needs to end. Like it just has to happen and then we can all move on with our lives and maybe worry about, I don't know, other problems with the country. <laughs> you know? I Whatever, man. Like
1: he just – It just feels like you're focusing again, on something know, that really isn't funny. causing any trying, issues. I'm not trying to defend him. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I know what he's trying to say. He just makes it sound horrible. <laughs> like he well, makes that's he probably why him. he didn't win
2: the first time around, Paul. Yeah,
1: probably. Yeah, okay. <laughs> fair enough.
2: I don't even remember he who he was
1: up against. I guess he was up against Obama. He didn't get Well, no, he wasn't. Oh. So, you have to rep- you have to pick a Republican candidate to run against the right. Democratic candidate and the Democratic candidate was Obama. The Republican one was Mitt Romney. Right Mitt, and he wasn't as crazy, I didn't think so, in fact, okay, if you all think I'm biased or whatever, I don't mm-hmm. care, but I actually really liked the mitt documentary that's on Netflix right now. I heard good things it was a it was good there's no narration to speak of. it just kind of shows what happened, and he seems like an honest guy, he seems like a nice guy. he seems like he like he has an idea about how about how people should live like about how government should the role that government should play in people's lives. He has a clear idea about that and he's trying to make good on what he thinks is best. And I respect that completely. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with all of what he says, but I, I understand it. I I mean, he's not being an idiot. He's not just making shit up.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, uh will, will he run again? Like, is he even still a thing? Mitt Romney? I don't know. Hmm. That's a good question. Actually, that is a good question. Now, when do we find out? Like, when does that stuff start to uh, percolate? Because twenty sixteen is around the corner.
1: It's two years away. It is two years away. I don't. No, we just finished talking
2: about video games. With well, I can't wait for twenty fifteen and
1: twenty sixteen uh, is literally around the corner. Come on. I am not okay. Twenty sixteen is two years away. Okay. 2015 is six months away. Wow. You put it that way. Yeah. I suppose. As in, as in, we are not done with half of 2014 yet. I don't know what
2: my what my problem is, but for some reason, tonight has just been conversation after conversation about I can't wait until it's not 2014 anymore. I don't know what that is. That's
1: actually pretty funny. Just like, make a website that's devoted to it <laughs> get me the hell out of twenty fourteen. <laughs> twenty fifteen sounds so much cooler. It, yeah. We have so many great things. Smash would up be out by then. All the, so many different great media, like uh, I'll think of the movies and the video games that are gonna be at our disposal. The Warcraft twenty fifteen. Not to not to mention that is the back to the future date. Mm. Twenty fifteen. Wednesday, October twenty first, twenty fifteen. That is the day that we have hover conversion. That's the day that we get to, like, wear metal plates on our heads and, you know, see Jaws in 3D that looks horrible.
2: Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I'm looking
1: forward to it. All right, Ryan. You know what? Let's get out of here. Yeah. Enough talking about should. the futures. No talk. <laughs> future talk. Future talk. All right. Uh, where to find us? Info at com. If you have an opinion or just want to email us and talk to us, we are all ears. I think you should talk to us. You could Uh, recommend
2: more documentaries based on Mitt Romney.
1: We love feedback and reviews. We love ratings on iTunes. We love ratings on Stitcher. We love ratings where pretty much wherever podcasts are sold. So just bear that in mind because we don't get a lot of feedback. (laughs) I'm going to keep reminding people that we don't get a lot of feedback until we get some fucking feedback. (laughs) You're being – they can smell desperation, Paul can they i'm pretty sure
2: they have smell-o-vision now on stitcher it was one of the new things that they added
1: oh stitcher i'm not worried about stitcher Uh, i'm worried about stitcher (laughs) those one of those days one of these days those fuckers are going to do something over the line and no one seems to give a shit about it but me what stitcher
2: yeah hey man see um uh
1: stitchers get stitches nah nah, you know Okay. Saw where you were going with it. Keep working on it. Uh, you can find you. me at Peace on Twitter. You can find Ryan at R Murphy Ryan. Mm-hmm. You got the gamers in. Yep. You Got Zamp. Yep. What uh, What else is going on? Anything? Uh,
2: I just posted a new episode of uh, another podcast I do. Holy shit, man! Do I have enough free time? Uh, so I'm marrying a podcaster where myself and my fiance <laughs> talk about right wedding planning um it's turned from a weekly podcast into a monthly podcast but (laughs) um it's been very busy we talked about uh we talked a bit about bachelorette and bachelor parties just uh it's something we've touched on on this show and as a cultural difference and um getting to talk to her about what a bachelorette party is and how um you know penises play a big part like uh fake penises obviously sure it's sure. weird i don't get Bellyces. it i never understood the 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 whole uh, i'm gonna go buy penis shot glasses you know, so like,
1: first question are mm-hmm. do you have an interest a sexual interest in men me yes no then i think that you are in the clear for why you don't want to purchase right. those but items.
2: have you ever gone to a bachelor party where you're like drinking out of vagina shot glasses or or, no. or boob uh, you're wearing giant boobs actually that's not true I guess at the last
1: I, I have been to a party where there was like a boob hat so I've seen boob hats yes yeah.
2: no those are things not, that it's
1: ironically not at a bachelor party no
2: I, and that's what I'm saying I didn't see it at a bachelor I think it was a birthday party and the birthday guy had to wear like these cans on his head There, it was like a paper hat like one of the hey, Ryan
1: what wrap it up
2: yeah boobs Um, no, yeah, so, uh, go and buy a boob hat. I think that's what I was trying to say. Yeah.